it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. So the other day on a call with one of my client groups, we were reviewing the foundational practices in cognitive eating. And a couple that I wanted to talk a little bit about today are body connection and trust. Now, I've talked about this one before, I talk about it often, but I want to dive in today because this is important. So when, you know, we got to this particular one on this call the other day, I asked, you know, my clients how this one makes them feel. And one client in particular um, visibly retracted. <laughs> she, she tensed up, she sat back in her seat and she said, just resistance. I feel enormous resistance. And I knew because it was visible how much resistance she had. She just felt enormous resistance at this concept of connecting with and trusting her body. And she's not alone. I see this all the time, not just in the women that I work with, but honestly, in our population as a whole, right? Our entire culture is built upon this notion that we cannot be trusted to decide what our bodies need and that we must rely on everybody else to tell us what's best for them, right? Distrust and body hate are programmed into most of us from a very young age. We learn that we can't be trusted to make decisions for ourselves, so we have to try to force ourselves to do what everybody else says we should while simultaneously learning to hate and judge our bodies, especially if they they dare gain weight or not look perfect. And, you know, it's very, very difficult to want to connect with and listen to something that we learn to hate or not trust. And then never mind how difficult it is then to treat it well, right? It's very, very difficult to treat something well that we are not connected with, that we don't trust, or that we that we actively hate and fight with every day, right? How can we ever want to treat our bodies well if that's how we feel about them, if we're going through our life completely disconnected from them, distrusting them, and full-on fighting with and hating them, right? We can't. So we start detaching. We start ignoring our body's cues and signals in lieu of what everybody else tells us we're supposed to do to either fix it or be healthy or whatever, we start actively trying to fight its cues based on what other people say we should or shouldn't be doing. Uh, just as an example, just the other day I received an email from a thought leader that I, I personally know and like very much. I respect her tremendously. And I just happened to be on her mailing list and she was sharing a recent post that she had written about some of her daily practices. And at one point she said, uh, don't eat after 7 p.m. And she continued you know, something like many, many scientists agree that fasting and, you know, giving your digestive, digestive system a break every day is really, really good for you. Or I don't know, however she worded it, I can't remember, you know, the, I'm sure you've heard the tripe on intermittent fasting and how it's supposedly be so, so healthy and all the garbage. Anyway, I was frustrated because this is a perfect example of exactly what I mean. And this woman isn't even in any kind of health niche. Although ironically, most of her work is devoted to promoting the importance of connecting with our bodies, with what we feel and trusting ourselves, 
her mailing list of all places should be a safe space from having food rules. And yet here we are getting this advice from yet another person about what times of the day we should or shouldn't be eating. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mean to sound critical of her. As I said, I like and respect her very much. I only want to point out how incredibly pervasive this messaging is. It shows up everywhere. Scientists find some random bits and pieces of information in a lab. It gets disseminated by the media and then spread by everybody that hears it as supposedly the healthiest way to eat, even among those promoting what are otherwise really important messages about self-trust. When it comes to food, there they are, always with other people's rules. And have you ever noticed how none of these scientists can even agree anyway? Or, you know, one minute we'll hear something is supposedly healthy and the next it's not. But back to the fasting example and my point. They all say, don't eat after seven or however many hours you're supposed to leave between eating or whatever. But what if you're genuinely hungry at 7.30? You're supposed to ignore your body, resist it, fight the desire to eat and just go to bed hungry because some random scientists studying rats and petri dishes in a lab said so and then everybody else started repeating it at every turn we are taught to resist the temptation to eat or to eat certain things so we spend decades fighting with ignoring and resisting communication from our bodies how could we not disconnect them from them in that case learning to disconnect them and tune them out is practically required if we're trying to follow any of the million ridiculous food rules that we're told we're supposed to be following if we want to be healthy or look the way we're supposed to look or weigh whatever we're supposed to weigh or whatever. And then what happens when we can't follow those rules? Fear, shame, guilt, stress. You know the deal. All of which just cause even more disconnection, distrust, and even blame. Stupid body causing all these cravings that keep making me screw up, we think right? Or stupid body, feeling like crap all the time, or exhausted, or in pain, or whatever, we just blame it. And then that's where we live, in this cycle of blame, of disconnect from ourselves, from our bodies, and our own genuine needs, always just trying to follow the rules, always just trying to, quote, fix the problem of our bodies, not feeling the way we think they should or not looking or weighing what we think they should. We just end up walking around like floating heads. And that's what we're supposed to do, isn't it? That's what we're taught is healthy. Keep trying harder to resist what you want or need, ignore cues and cravings, build willpower, discipline, disconnection, and distrust. Always thinking about what we should be eating or doing, trying to make ourselves do those things, failing to do so liter- uh, consistently. And this is literally where the cycle of being on track versus off track comes from, which is why rebuilding body connection and trust is one of the foundational elements in cognitive eating. It's why it's one of the, or two of the foundational elements in cognitive eating. It's why they're so important. It's why We have to relearn these things if we ever want peace with food and our bodies or to genuinely change the way we eat and treat our bodies, right? Because like I said, it's very, very difficult to want to treat your body well when you're disconnected from and always 
fighting with it. And conversely, it's very difficult to want to treat your body poorly after you have developed a deep connection with it and a trust and respect for it, right? And that's where we want to get. We want to get to the place where we cannot imagine treating our bodies poorly, where rather than trying to follow the rules, we're just deeply connected to how we feel, how our choices make us feel, what we need to feel our best, and to this place where we value our bodies enough to want to make choices that support those things. Healthy eating and living truly can be that simple. Though, getting past the resistance that we often feel or have to reconnecting with our bodies can be a challenge. So I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked my clients the other day. What comes up for you? How does it make you feel when we talk about body connection and trust? Is there resistance for you too? Is there fear, confusion? Maybe you're so disconnected that you can't even wrap your brain around what it even means to connect or to be aware of what you're feeling. Maybe that's your experience right now. Don't judge whatever you notice as, as, you, as you consider this. Just notice what you notice with no judgment. And try, this, this, try, try a really simple, quick little uh, connection exercise right now with me. Just try bringing your attention to your breath for a moment. Get out of your head and just focus on your breath. Place one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly. Notice which is rising as you take a breath. Are you breathing shallow in your chest or deep into your belly? Again, just notice. And if you notice that you're breathing shallow in your chest, try breathing deep into your belly instead, fully expanding your belly as you inhale. And notice how it contracts as you exhale slowly. And notice how it feels to pause and just take a moment to breathe deep. As you do so, imagine taking a flashlight and turning it towards yourself. And imagine this flashlight can see all the way into your body, starting at the top of your head and slowly moving the light around and down your whole body. Slowly moving the light around and down, noticing how each area feels as you reach it. down your eyes, your jaw, your neck, your shoulders, moving down your chest, down into your heart space, your back, down into your belly, your hips, thighs, all the way down to your feet. Notice what you're feeling and where you're feeling it. Notice, is there any pain, any discomfort, any tightness, tingling, 
heaviness, energy, tension. Whatever you're feeling, just notice it. Breathe into it. Accept that it's there. Just breathe. If you want, you can ask it what it needs, or you can just stay here for a moment, noticing, resting, breathing, connecting. You can stay here as long as you want. This, in its simplest form, is the starting point of reconnecting with and learning, or rather relearning, to trust your body so that you can finally end the war with it, once and for all. As I said, stay here for as long as you want, and when you feel ready, you can turn your flashlight off. Start to move your fingers a little, start to move your toes a little bit. And just gently come back into the space, into the room. Notice how you feel after taking a moment to pause, breathe, and just connect. If you were not able to connect or feel anything in your body, Again, resist the urge to judge that or be frustrated. Just notice that detachment and try again tomorrow. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.